This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Hello, Mr. Damer. How are you? Larry, how was your weekend? Oh, my weekend was outstanding. Yeah, I was going to I was gonna say, right? It had to be. Outstanding! It was a great weekend, Gordon. Started Friday night. A little overtime action, Miami. Boom. Bing bong! Double overtime action, Knicks. Boom, boom. Oh, it was fantastic. Great weekend. Saturday, spend all day movies with the wife. Oh, it was outstanding. What a weekend. Outstanding weekend. And Gordon. and it's hard to be living any higher than Nick fans are living right now after the weekday. I, I mean, when was the last time the Knicks had a week like they just had? Because, uh, you know, every t- once in a while you'll get a good win, maybe back-to-back wins. Yes, not like and I know this. they had the eight-game winning streak earlier this season, Nothing but it like wasn't this. like this. Not like this. Not like this at all. It was a glorious week. It was a fantastic week, Gordon. Even, even though they tried to give games away, they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. They, they, they recovered and played well. They fought. They scratched. They clawed. It's the gutty, gritty Knicks, Gordon Damer. That's what we have right now. Yeah, and they're red hot. I mean, who's hotter than them? Not many people. Maybe no. Milwaukee. Maybe Milwaukee. And that's about it. So that's we will talk. It. That's Knicks. a good list to be on. When you're second oh, on absolutely. that list, that's a good list. That's a great list to be on. That is a great list to be on right now. A little later in the show, around 11 o'clock, we'll be joined. Real quick, a quick uh, spot with Tobin Anderson. He's the head coach of FDU. He's got a championship to prepare for tomorrow night. He's kind enough to give us a couple minutes to talk about what he's done at FDU and kind of give us a, you know, a little sneak peek into what we can expect. Local colleges have done well this year. Gordon, you look at what's going on at Fordham. You look at what's happening. Rutgers has played well this year. So we'll get his thoughts on what's happening. Then, everybody course, but St. John's, unfortunately, for me, an alumni of St. John's. It seems like everybody is, has their run except for St. John's. And they started out so well, Gordon. It always feels that way. It always it feels like, you know what, this might be the year. And then you get into the middle. Oh, that was a disappointing law. And then it all collapses. So yeah. it's been yeah, disappointing. I know. I know. So we'll, we'll chat with him and then we'll talk Knicks next, next hour. But Gordon, <laughs> no matter how hard they try, <laughs> no matter how hard they try, they just keep staying in the news. We'll talk Knicks in a second. Gordon, I screamed when I saw what Geno Smith got today from Seattle. Yeah. Because I'm saying... You know what? Maybe, maybe um, Daniel Jones. People are not far off. Maybe he does deserve quarterback numbers, a salary that begins with a four. Well, here's the thing: Do P- has people forgotten how negotiating works? Mm-hmm. They right? have the the fact that Daniel Jones's agent or Daniel Jones ha- is asking for this number. It's forty million. It's forty five. It's forty seven. What you can ask for whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It's a negotiation. We're going to probably get an answer sometime tomorrow between the franchise tag. Maybe something happens in the middle of the night. You never know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's almost like people have forgotten how negotiating works. And it also is almost like people have forgotten how NFL contracts work. The average annual salary, it's not baseball. It's the guaranteed money and how the deal is structured. How many years is the deal? So mm-hmm. the, the Giants could, could literally sign Daniel Jones to a billion-year contract. Yes. But if only $50 million of that is guaranteed, it doesn't really matter. So I think that people also don't – you ever do something with your kids and um, you, you have to go buy them something, and you know mm-hmm. you're going to buy them whatever it is, and maybe you have the same type of thing when you were a kid, but when you go to buy it with your kids – 
it's way more expensive than you thought. Yeah. You're oh, like, yeah. wait a second. It's, this cost is this much? Mm-hmm. $40 million, if that's where we're talking about with Daniel Jones, that's kind of where the 10th to 12th best quarterback is going to kind of come in. Yeah. Because within a very short period, let's say Daniel Jones gets a contract for $40 million a year. Very shortly, he will probably be like the 10th or 11th or 12th highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Right. And if you don't think Daniel Jones is the 10th, 11th, 12th best quarterback, if you think he's lower than that, well, then you shouldn't be signing him to anything. Mm. He shouldn't be your guy. You should be finding somebody who's better than that. Because I, if, he's, if he's lower than 12, you're saying he's probably lower than 15. If he's lower than 15, he's not even middle of the road. He's below average. I think we get caught up in shopping quarterbacks with rates that are already out there. Yeah. And so when you look at what Patrick Mahomes is getting, you're like, oh, the Daniel Jones does not deserve that. But now, Gordon, what did, what did Derek Carr sign for? Is Derek Carr underpaid? Well, I, I think it's about, a, a, about right for a guy who's had – with Daniel Jones, and I guess with everybody, you're paying for what you expect will happen, not what already has happened. Mm-hmm. So I think with Daniel Jones, with Derek Carr, there really shouldn't be too much fluctuate. Like, he's kind of reached whatever his maximum value is in mm-hmm. terms of a player. He's not going to now go to New Orleans and become uh, a top-five quarterback you would not expect with as much time as he's already played in the league with Daniel Jones. You're hoping if you're the giants that he is going to improve off this, this season is the floor. He's stabilized himself. He's shown you that he is the guy you want to stick with long-term, but you're expecting that he's going to throw more touchdown passes. He's going to do more when he has better talent around him. So I, I think that that's probably why you're looking at Daniel Jones being where he is. And I think where Derek Carr is going to be with his contract. We hear from Dan Olofsky and Dan uh, Graciano in a second as they give us their reports on what's going on with Daniel Jones. I just, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm hearing they're close. I'm hearing it could be done. I'm hearing franchise tag. Uh, one, There's two people really, really hanging on this. One, obviously, is Daniel Jones. The other one, Gordon, is Saquon Barkley. Because sure. if, 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 they go, if they don't sign, they don't uh, give Jones the franchise tag, well, I know who's getting the franchise tag. And that's mm-hmm. going to be Saquon Barkley. And he's not going to be happy with it. If he turned down, what, two or three million more than what the franchise tag is, he's not going to be happy for one year. And it is a bit of a sticky wicket because he's a guy that the, that the organization drafted. He's a team captain. He's a guy who does everything right off the field. Uh, he's a leader within the organization. And you'd have to think that some teammates are looking around saying, wait a sec, if Saquon, who's no, you know, an explosive player, part of the mm-hmm. reason why the offense was as good as it was this year, especially early on, uh, if he can't get paid, what's the chances that I'm going to get paid when it's my time? Now, I do think that it kind of re- it falls into the position that he plays. People just don't pay running backs like that anymore. Mm-hmm. But there could be a little bit of, a, of an issue there if you're a member of the Giants organization thinking, you know, they're not taking care of this guy. Like uh, you'd like to see it like a player that does all the things right that he does right. Uh, He's not going to get rewarded that way. It doesn't seem like if he gets slapped with the franchise tag. No question about it. Here's Dan Olofsky. He was on Get Up this morning on Jones making in excess of $40 million. Listen, I don't want to kill Daniel Jones. He earned his money last year. He played better. Seven months ago, Daniel Jones went into this season with 50 touchdowns and 49 turnovers. 
and now we're talking about paying him like $300,000 a month less than Patrick Mahomes? Uh, that's, that is mind-boggling to me. Because if you're the Giants, <laughs> who else is paying him this money? Who else? If, if you don't give him this money, he hits the market. <laughs> Who's paying him 40-plus million dollars? 35? I'm cool with. 30, 35 million dollars, I can understand. For a guy that we're gonna sit here and say, you did the what? You didn't turn the ball over last year? We're paying you 42 plus million dollars a year? I can't wrap my brain around that. I can't, I, I can't comprehend that. I, I, I understand the whole market. I can't wrap my head around that one. <laughs> See what I mean, Gordon? That, that's what we're looking at. It's, it's, so you're you okay at 35, but 40 right. is out, it's out of the question. Completely out of the room. Because it's three hundred thousand less than what Patrick Mahomes is making. It's, Patrick Mahomes is the gold standard here, and that's why everybody's comparing. He didn't mention Brett, uh, Brett Favre. He, he didn't mention Aaron Rodgers, who's going to make fifty-eight million next year. He but didn't I think that I think the takeaway from that is more that that the Chiefs got a great deal with Patrick yes, Mahomes. They did. Yes, they did. Now he's also uh, he, he's making a hundred and forty-one, I think, million guaranteed. Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. and his contract is for for basically forever. So I think he's not a free agent until like twenty thirty or something ridiculous yeah. like that. So they until he's him. old. <laughs> um, but here's the thing: Patrick Mahomes got in. What was it? Two years ago, they did his deal. Mm-hmm. Two years from now, it looks like if the if everything keeps going up the way it is. $40 million really will not be all that crazy of a quarterback salary. Already, I'm just looking at an average annual salary right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Rodgers at 50, Russell Wilson at 49, Kyler Murray at 40. Why is nobody screaming at Kyler Murray at 46? Uh, Deshaun Watson at 46, Patrick Mahomes 45, Josh Allen at 43, Stafford at 40, Dak Prescott at 40. So that's what, two, four, six, eight. So if he comes in at 40, he'd be like the ninth highest paid quarterback. And that's before all the young guys who are up for deals, Burrow and Herbert and Lawrence and all the Zach Wilson. No, I'm saying just kidding. Um, but all the young guys before they get their contracts extended. Yeah. So he's so, going to be grossly underpaid in about a year. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but I mean, I, I, I just don't know. Like the reports are that the homes. Giants are offering like 37 million. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about? We're talking about a couple of million dollars a year. Now, look, every dollar helps under the salary cap, and I guess the fact that it's a 40, it's a 4-0, uh, sticks out more with people than, than mm-hmm. 37. But yeah. if you don't think that he's a top 15 quarterback, the question is not about the 40 then you shouldn't be signing him at all. I think yeah. I think the Giants clearly think he's 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 better than that, uh, and that's the guy. If Brian Dable was able to one year – kind of turn around Daniel Jones's career and they want to stick with him. Well then I don't you have to kind of rely on their judgment on this? Yeah. And and you wonder, I guess the they found out that he was very coachable because remember, they had the option of picking up that fifth year. They, they, they could have saved themselves a lot of money, picked up the year. Yeah. Um, they could have. That they didn't think that highly of him when they got him. When they looked at the video, they didn't say that's a guy that we can stick with. Mm-hmm. They even brought in a backup, Tyrod Taylor, who's more familiar with their offense. So are they saying that, okay, we know we can fix him. We can make it. We can make him better. Is it like the old $6 million man intro? We can build him. We can make <laughs> him better. Is that what they're saying with, with Daniel Jones? They must be. Otherwise, they would let him go. I mean, Olafsky's right. Who else is going to pay him $40 million? Nobody else is paying Daniel Jones $40 million, Gordon. 
Nobody else. Well, the Saints I, wouldn't pay him $40 million. I, well, he is 25, right? I mean, yeah. I, look, I agree. He wouldn't get $40 million, but he might get 35. He might get 36. I don't. I, I mean, the, old, Gi- the, Gi- the Giants would give him 35, 36 right now. Yeah. Well, they might be giving him 32 and a half. <laughs> There's a very good chance. And, and to me, that's not the worst. Like, if you have any doubts. I would there's like in baseball there's no such thing as a bad one year contract. Mm-hmm. I would rather if I have doubts franchise him. Franchise him for another year, Absolutely. force him to go because if you franchise him this year, you franchise him next year, you're still not going to be paying him 40 million dollars a no. year. Absolutely right. Absolutely. You could franchise him and solve yeah. this and and worry about Barkley later. And yeah. and if he's turning down, if he's turn, I don't know what it would be. I'm assuming it would be like a five year. I don't know what the guarantees would be, but let's mm-hmm. say it's it's over a hundred million dollars in guarantees. Right. If he's turning down over a hundred million dollars in guarantees for a long term deal when this is the first year that he's been a hundred percent healthy the entire season, he's nuts. Yeah, you're right. And so, which means you got other issues. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not exactly what you want out of your quarterback. I think they're going to get a deal done. I think they will too. But if I'm the Giants, I have no problem franchising them, Gordon. Absolutely, I have no problem franchising. None, them. no problem. Prove it to me again. Prove it to me again. I'll give you weapons. Let's see. Let's see if you are as frugal with the football with weapons as you were without weapons this year. And what really hurts for him is that if if they franchise him, that hurts their ability this offseason to go out and and spend more money. No question. No question. It's not like he's given a hometown discount. (laughs) No. It's it's just crazy. Like when the season was getting close to being over, I would love to go back and listen to the shows because I think that most people were like, well, you know, you'll pay him $28, $29 million a year. Exactly. Uh, maybe thirty million dollars a year. It is the cost. The cost of like everything else has gone up very quickly. Let me ask you this: <laughs> FanDuel, forty million for Daniel Jones. What would the odds million. be? <laughs> it, I, look, I get it. It does sound kind of I mean, ridiculous. Next, last year, last off season, long mm-hmm. shot. Daniel Jones, forty million dollars. What would the odds be? Very long. <laughs> You'd, be, you'd almost be as rich as him if you took it. Right. But if you told me $40 million, I'd be like, oh, is that a three-year deal? You got him for three years at $40 million? But, I mean, it, it, like, is he worse than Dak Prescott? Because Dak Prescott's getting $40 million a season. Um, he was worse. He's not, it wasn't worse than him last year. Like, he didn't have point, the turnovers. He and, didn't have the turnovers Dak Prescott had last season. Yeah, I, I get, like Kirk Cousins making thirty five. Would you rather have Kirk Cousins or would you oh, rather have Daniel Jones? I'd rather have Daniel Jones at thirty five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, of course. I don't like it's my money, but not at forty. <laughs> hey, Gordon, the New York Islanders' fiftieth anniversary season continues with celebrations and giveaways all season long at the UBS Arena. And ESPN New York wants to make you a part of this historic season. Enter to win two free tickets to see the Islanders face off against the Washington Capitals at home on March 11th. How? Just download the ESPN New York app, scroll down the contest, and submit your entry. For full contest rules, you can go to ESPNNewYork.com. And for full news about the team and tickets and more, be sure to visit NewYorkIslanders.com. And you can catch every Islanders game live on the Islanders stream, heard only on the ESPN New York app. We'll get caught up on what's going on with Daniel Jones, and we'll turn our attention to the Jet quarterback situation, which has dropped down to, well, three? 
We'll discuss next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. The Giants have had multiple meetings here with the representatives for Daniel Jones to discuss a contract extension. And what I've been told over the last couple of days is that there's been some progress. And while there's work to be done, there's at least some optimism that's begun to kind of creep in that they might be able to work something out and get a deal done before Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, which would be great because if they could get Daniel Jones signed to a long-term deal before then, they could franchise tag Saquon Barkley, then they wouldn't lose either guy. If they can't get either one of them signed by Tuesday at 4, they'll probably tag Daniel Jones, and then that would put Saquon on the free agent market. Dan Graciano on SportsCenter. Bringing this up today, though, what's going on with uh, Daniel Jones, the Giants, and Saquon Barkley as well. It's ESPN New York tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. And Gordon, it's really an interesting situation to see what the Giants are going to do. And unfortunately, it holds up everything else for them, right? They, I'm sure they have their game plan together, who they're going to go after and what they need to do. They have to restructure some contracts because once again, and this is the crazy part, right? They have to, even though they were successful, nobody expected them to make the playoffs last year. Nobody. nobody. Maybe, maybe people in the building hoped but nobody expected them to make the postseason last year. So now what happens is they're on the right road, but they could take a major step back if they don't handle this this offseason correctly. They could go backwards because now people are expecting, hey, guess what? You made the playoffs with that squad, with that offense? Oh, we expected we expect you to go at least the next round this this coming season. And depending on what moves they make or can't make which goes on with this negotiation, they may not be able to do that. Well, every year there's a, a large turnover of the teams that make the playoffs from the previous year. And, and there's certain teams that make it every year. Chiefs certainly make it every year. But there's a lot of turnover, so it would not shock. And it's usually the, the, the bottom half of that. Now that it's seven teams in each conference, the six, the seven, the five, to, you know, there's a lot of turnover there. So, no, it would not be a shock. A, a lot of things went right for the Giants last year. Does not necessarily mean that all those things will go right again next year. Yeah, and one of the things that went right for them was, you know, Gordon, with all the injuries they had, they didn't have they had a couple of big injuries, but not major, major injuries. So the the availability was good last year, starting with their quarterback. Yep. The quarterback was healthy too. That's a mm-hmm. that's a big one. That did not happen a lot the, the first few years of his career. Which is why they didn't pick up the fifth year option. That's one of the reasons they didn't mm-hmm. pick up the fifth year option. You know, they they weren't sure what he was gonna be able to do. So listen. In a way, it's a nice position to be in because at least if you're the Giants, you have a quarterback, right? You have a guy mm-hmm. that has been successful in your system. It's just a matter of, all right, how do we pay him? Do we pay him long-term, which we'd like to do, or do because it would help us put him out the way and help us be, gain some momentum to put our team together? Or are we going to have to franchise him and put our team in flux for at least a year and then figure out where we go and make you know minor adjustments where we couldn't have made some major adjustments. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot on the plate there, right? Uh, there's a lot of things to have to happen, have to happen before tomorrow's deadline. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, it no really question. It's going to be interesting. It really is. And and, and, uh, and it's one that you thought was going to be ah take done care by right, now, right? When Joe Shane came out after the season, ah, Daniel Jones is going to be back. Okay, it's going to be. Give him a week or two, and it'll be all done. Hmm. That has not been the case. That week has turned to weeks. <laughs> it has. Absolutely it has.
bunch of weeks. It's crazy. And then there was this news from Jeremy Fowler on SportsCenter that one of the Jet hopefuls for quarterback is heading south. Well, the Jets have remained zeroed in on Aaron Rodgers. That's been the case. He's been their primary option A pretty much throughout this process. But I've talked to multiple teams in the quarterback market who believe the hangup with Aaron Rodgers will be the $58 million in guaranteed money that he has coming to him. That balloon payment has to be exercised between March 17th and week one. And so prospective teams like the Jets would like to see that money lessened, reworked, something done there. And so uh, it's uncertain if the Packers would be willing to facilitate a trade by eating some of that money. And so those are some of the complex dynamics that will be in play in the coming days to try to get Rodgers potentially to a team like the Jets. Gordon, if you had any doubts, if you're the Jets, and you have any doubts that... Green Bay is not going to pick up, let's say, any money. Nothing. They don't want to pick up a dime. They just want the they, – they're done with him. Just give up the draft picks and you're on your own. How could you put yourself in the position to just wait for him? How would you do it? Scared money don't make money. Right? You can't, you can't win when you don't put in the center of the table and the Jets are all in. The Jets are all in on Aaron Rodgers now. They have for, to be. To, it never, it, I never, Larry, I said this at the time, I never got the sense that they were going to sign Derek Carr. Even mm-hmm. after they had the meeting with him, even after they were singing his praises, he could be a first ballot Hall of Fame. That's another thing. It, that report that was out there, I think it was from um, Diana Rossini, mm-hmm. that the Jets said, we believe if you come here, you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. If, if they truly believe that, and they didn't try, and they let Derek Carr out of the room, then they're fools. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to assume that they were lying to him, which is not a great thing to just blatantly lie to somebody. But if they actually believe that Derek Carr, if he came here, would be a first ballot Hall of Famer, why would you be waiting for anybody else? Why because would you be that, waiting for Aaron Rodgers? Because that's the football people speaking, not the owner. And the owner may want Aaron Rodgers. Why? The owner may want Aaron Rodgers. This is, it could be as simple as that. Maybe. Could be. I Maybe. mean, he's the one that said he, he's ready to go big game. I think he's going to spend big money on the quarterback. They, they better land him. It's, you know, it's, he's the one it's that said all, it. Full steam ahead. And I always thought that, that look, that's the way it looks like they've been going the entire time. Yes, it does. It does. And I do think that he will probably land with the Jets. But, boy, oh, boy. If, it, if he doesn't, oh, my God. As bad as they've screwed up the quarterback position already, this might be even worse. Might be. Might be. 1-800-919-3776. We'll take your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. So, Gordon, uh, speaking of tournaments and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. we got a lot of response for our tournament that we're going to start shortly. Yes, the rewatchable movie bracket. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, Selection Sunday is coming this Sunday. Next Monday, a week from today, we will unveil the first region. Ooh. Now, I had planned, I I thought that maybe we could shake it up this year and Uh uh, do it by decades. Oh. Do it 70s, 80s, 90s, and then the rest. Right. Problem is... The 70s don't have that many high-level – I mean, they have the real high-level, but the, it drops off very – it's very top-heavy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the 90s, 
you'd have to say the 90s is the wheelhouse for great movies. Mm-hmm. I, I probably we could probably do an entire tournament just on 90s movies. Yeah. It was a good There's, it was a good decade. <laughs> it has to be like 35. So yeah. I, I think we're gonna the, the selection committee has gone back to the drawing board and we might have to uh, make some changes in the, on the decade idea because it doesn't look like the 70s can can hold its own and then you have ones in the 70s that don't belong and then you have ones in the 90s that didn't make it. Oh, that wouldn't be good. No, that wouldn't be good. That wouldn't be good. We, we maybe we need to do the I, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and others. <laughs> maybe, maybe got to break it up. May have to break it up and and you know the 70s will get on you know right ins. Right in candidates. That's not a bad idea. That might be the way to go, Larry. You know, might, that might be what we have to do. Might be have to do. So that takes place on Monday night, a week from tonight. So we'll get the brackets and we'll have some fun. And you guys have done a nice job. But keep them coming. Keep them coming. The more ideas we have, the better. The better the tournament is. The more teams yeah, well, you look, have, the better the tournament is. Here's the thing: if yes. you don't do it, you don't get to complain later on. That's right. That's the way it works. Bottom line. And boy, do you like to complain. <laughs> <laughs> boy, do they like to complain. What's that doing in there? How could that be? That's unbelievable. It's it's the type of complaints, Gordon, that you have to be. If you're a Jet fan right now, and I heard Ira on the Michael K show, and he was, I haven't heard Ira that, hang, that angry in a long time uh, because he, he really wanted Carr. He's, he's not, he's down on Rodgers because of just the whole fact that you're waiting for him and the way he's mm-hmm. kind of just, milk this situation that you knew he was going to do. Once again, Gordon, I, I don't think he's coming. So I think now you have to either set your sights on Jimmy G. Oh, my God. Right? Or or you better hope that, as Ozzie Newsom said on the Bernie Kosar show in, in, in Baltimore, that, um, you know, it's going to the final hour with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. It's going to the final hour. He says it's going to go till 3.30. And so the question's going to be, will they, which franchise tag are they going to put on him? That's the question. And if you're the Jets, you hope it's the one that you'll, you'll give up the draft choices and you'll give up the money because you've got the years on your side. Now, there might be some concern. I was just talking to Joe Leo during the break because he's a phenomenal Jet fan. And he and Jackson's not been available the past two seasons in the postseason. So are you is it is, is availability a concern? Are you just thinking that well he could have played, but because no contract he didn't run back, or is it that well he he'll get better because he won't have to run the ball as much as he had to do it in Baltimore? Where I guess Gordon, in the sense. I'm, and I'm paralleling offensive situations, not talent of quarterbacks. He was like Daniel Jones willing that team because they didn't have a lot of offensive firepower on that team. He had to do a lot on his own. No question. Uh, and you have to wonder, he's looking for a fully guaranteed contract. I know. So if they decide to slap him with really either tag, you have to wonder whether or not he would be. Would he sit out? Would he? Would he just stay away from the team? I mean, you'd clearly expect him to stay away from the team during the off-season work, which is not ideal. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to wonder if he would just say, "You know what? I'm not. I'm not signing that," and force his way out. It feels like there is more tension there 
than I thought that there would be. Mm-hmm. Because it always felt like, oh, yeah, Lamar Jackson's a free agent, but he, the, the, the Ravens aren't going to let him go. No. That's what, but, that was my thought process. Yeah. May, maybe there's more tension there than, than we thought because it doesn't really feel like those sides have gotten any closer. And they you wonder further apart. <laughs> and, and you wonder if there are, maybe there's a point where the, the Ravens say to themselves, maybe, maybe – if a team is willing to give us a couple of first-round picks for him, mm-hmm. maybe Let's maybe that's the way we have to go. If yeah. he doesn't want to be here unless we give him a fully con- – I mean, the contract they offered him last year I think would have been the second-highest-paid contract in the history of the sport in terms of guaranteed money. I'll have to go back and look. But mm-hmm. it was very it – was, it was highly up there. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. And he yep. turned that down. And it, it does seem like there's a lot of disconnect because he doesn't have an agent and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, I guess if you're a Jet fan, maybe that's a little crack where you you don't have to put all the eggs in the, the Rodgers basket, even though I mm-hmm. think that's what the Jets are doing. Yeah. Well, clearly that's what they have on their mind. It's mm-hmm. clear that that's – it's clear that to them that's their number one choice. And they're playing – and they're waiting and see. okay, if this happens – all right, we'll we'll be ready to move because uh, think about this, Gordon. If if you got to give up draft choices anyway, I mean, give up draft choices for the younger player. It's a no brainer. Yeah, but again, if you if you do give up those drafts, okay, that's fine. But be prepared; you're going to have to give him a fully guaranteed contract. Yeah. That's what he's looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Uh, well. The owner said he'll, he's ready to go big game hunting. Absolutely. That would pay. be big game. He's that would be pay. absolutely. No question about it. Former yeah. MVP. Yeah. Bring him in. That should answer some problems. You, <laughs> you'd like to think so. You would you like know? to think so. I mean, it would be – he would be – I mean, he in theory, it should be a unbelievable move that would elevate the offense a thousandfold. Well, on paper, he, he's smack dab in the middle of his prime. Yes. He's a former MVP. Yeah. And it's not a two-year guy you're getting. No. No. Hey. There's not going to be any bargains. No. No. It's going to cost you. You understand that going in. You understand that going in. And, and and if you're a Jet fan, I think you'll take that. You'll, you'll, roll, you'll roll with that risk. Okay, guaranteed. You hold your breath, but you'll take the guaranteed money because, Gordon, at least – He's part. You know, you talk about Aaron Rodgers. Can Aaron Rodgers get through the gauntlet of quarterbacks in the AFC? Right. Well, he's one of those gauntlet of quarterbacks mm-hmm. that's here that you'd have to bypass. So at least you have him on your side, and you know, once again, he he is he is what quarterbacks are that are successful in the National Football League today. Right. He can beat you with his arm and beat you with his legs. No question. And, and that's what, you know, that's that's how you win. And so, you know, then it would be up to you to build the people around him. But, you know, I, I still I still find it hard to believe. And I agree with you. It is much worse than, than even I thought it was because they haven't got it done by now. I still believe it's hard for me to believe that with all everybody wanting a quarterback and you have one of the top tier quarterbacks on your team already that you can't find a way to get a deal with him. I can't, I can't believe it. 
but if he is not going to bend off his demands of a contract in the range of $230 million fully guaranteed, it's kind of hard to make a deal with him. Yeah. Like, like you always figure, all right, they'll they'll look at a deal because if they don't, they'll just they'll they'll slap the franchise tag and they'll pay him forty five million dollars. I, I don't know that as a guarantee that he would play for that for one year for forty five million dollars. I agree. And if you and if you have that thought process, and yeah. you're Baltimore, you got traded because he's not doing you any good. Yep. If he doesn't show and, up, what what good is that doing you? And and uh, look, we don't know because it hasn't happened yet. But I would think. You were saying before about who's paying Daniel Jones $40 million. If the Ravens said, you know what, we're not going to be able to work out a deal with Lamar Jackson, but we're going to put that non-exclusive tag on him, I think there would be plenty of teams lining up for that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. No question about it. And, and why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that look, you, you, you will have to pay him, a, if not a fully guaranteed contract, pretty darn close. Yes. He is yes. coming off an injury this past season, which, mm-hmm. you know, I think he did he miss both of the last two postseasons? Yes, he did. So there is some injury concern there. But yep. when healthy, he is oh. a lights-out performer. <laughs> he is. There's no question about it. There's no question about it. And like I said, if you're a Jet fan, that's – you. You're, you're a little torn, but you would. I just get the feeling you would rather. I mean, logically, you'd rather go with the younger guy. But I'm just. I just don't. It's hard to read right now. You know, it, it's just hard to read. But to make to, as funny as it seems, Gordon, it's more clear than what Aaron Rodgers' situation is. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it's more clear cut. Like you know, if you want to get Lamar Jackson, you know what you have to do to get Lamar Jackson. Yes. That's right. You don't know what you got to do to get Aaron no, Rodgers. No, I, I don't even know if Aaron Rodgers knows what, he, what Aaron Rodgers wants. <laughs> I don't think he does. I don't think I, he does. It doesn't seem like he wants the Jets. That much I, it feels like. Like, that is not – everybody is saying he is either going to retire or he's going to play for the Jets. Nothing that he has done so far makes me think that he wants to go to the Jets. That, or that's retire. Not, that's not, <laughs> those are not the actions of somebody who's saying, you know what, the Jets are there, I can get there. Let's let's get a move on. I, no. I, I've wasted enough time. I know what I want to do. It just feels like everything's waiting around for him to get a team that he would rather go to. I have a feeling that deep down, deep down inside, he'd rather stay in Green Bay than come to New York. Well, like if it's true that he did not get along with Favre, does he want to follow Favre's footsteps that way too? I don't think so. The same exact again, team? Once again, remember, I don't think he's coming here. I've never felt that he was coming here. So I'm looking at it from that standpoint, and I agree with you. There's nothing There's nothing he has said. There's been no leaks from his folks that said that there was – I mean, even Carr said he, he was impressed by being here. Mm-hmm. Even Carr had a comment about it. Yep. Now, I get that they haven't spoken with Rodgers yet. I understand it's a little different, but still, he, there's, there's nothing that he has said. He just keeps stringing this along. Well – there is some clarity. I, uh, stop. See, that's, see, for me, that's why, and Jeff fans, you should be happy that I'm not your GM because I would say I'm done with him. <laughs> I can't, I can't take this already. I know I'm I done. can't take this. I'm done. I'm not so, going through this this year and next year too. I'm not going to do it. For so, the two years he's going to be, he's going to pull the same crap. I'm not doing it. I'm not, why am I going through that? If the Jets next year, week one, their quarterback is not either – Aaron Rodgers 
for Lamar Jackson was the offseason a failure? If you're not able to land Aaron Rodgers or the pipe dream of, of Lamar Jackson. Yes, it's a failure. Yeah. Feels that way. I think it's a failure. Now, That's you, the answer! You can salvage it a little bit with Jimmy G, Oof, but you can't go a, lower than a, Jimmy G, Gordon. You, can, you, can, you can't have Ryan Tannehill. You can't have Ryan Tannehill starting on the center. Oh, my God. You can't have Baker Mayfield starting on the center. Oh, my God. You can't. Baker May- Larry, I will throw a parade if Baker Mayfield <laughs> is the Jets quarterback week one. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. You can't have them here. Has anyone ever died of laughing? I might very well die of laughing. <laughs> the, only, the only thing, the only person worse than Baker Mayfield on the starting quarterback, Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, well that 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 can't happen. That's, that's well, not no. Happen. If if they brought in Carson Wentz, that would also be pretty bad. Oh, oh my God, they might that might finish off the franchise. That they, might they just might, do it. There might be that. There wouldn't be a soul in the stadium. No, there couldn't be. There couldn't <laughs> there be. be a soul. No, there couldn't be. No, nobody. Carson Wentz, no shot. No, no, uh-uh. no, not even, you know, no. So I, I think I'm just saying, Gordon. It's, it's. I know what you're saying about Jimmy G, but it's, it's, it's a low bar to be higher to, to be better. Than, <laughs> it's just low bar to be better. Like not that's good. when you, your parents take you to the store and they promise they're going to buy you something good and it, it doesn't turn out to be nearly what you expected. It, it was not a PlayStation Five. It was not a new TV. No, it was a pack of lifesavers or something. Oof. Slinky. Yeah, a Slinky. <laughs> yeah, on discount with a kink in it. <laughs> it's not it goes, there. Goes down the side the stairs sideways. Yeah, it's bent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just it doesn't slink. No. <laughs> that would unfortunately, that would be their luck. Well, here's the thing. I've always kind of felt like they were putting all their eggs in the, in the basket yes. of Aaron Rodgers. Nothing mm-hmm. today changed that. True. It just made it more pressure that they got to get that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he is making them wait. He is making he's, them he's wait. He's in no rush. He's in no. no rush. He's like the guy at the gas pump when you're waiting behind, you're waiting to get gas, yeah. and the guy's out of the car, and then he gets in the car, and he's fixing his seatbelt. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there saying, what's taking this guy so long to pull away from the pump? That's can, Aaron Rodgers. Can you start your can car, Can you start please? the car? His, his foot's not even on the brake yet. Can you start your car? Yeah. Apparently oh. not. Apparently not. We'll continue the conversation on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Started with Daniel Jones and the Giants, and now we're, uh, you know, expanding to the Jets. And, Gordon, this ju- I was just uh, during the break looking at some, um, you know, free agent quarterbacks. And <laughs> Ooh, pretty, I'm looking at pretty... this list. I'm telling you, Jimmy G is 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 Aaron Rodgers <laughs> compared to some of these free agent guys that's on this list. I'm telling you. Yeah. Ooh, Gordon. Ooh. Not good. Not good. It drops at off all. quickly. Oh, it, like like off a cliff. <laughs> but it you'd does. have to say that the Jets have clearly identified that they want Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. They brought no in Nathaniel Hackett. It yep. never really felt like Derek Carr was much of a fit. And I'll be honest with you. I don't think the drop-off from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo is all that great. Mm-hmm. I mean, the health is the one big thing. That's but big in terms thing, of, yeah. of overall ability, I, I don't know. It's pretty pretty close. Um, 
if, if you told me between those two, I got one of those two guys, and those were the only two options available, well, I, you know, I, I feel pretty close to either one. It's not that big of a deal. But if they don't get Aaron Rodgers this offseason. That, that, it's, it's a failure because that's who they wanted. Clearly. That's who they, they focused their eyes on Aaron Rodgers. And Jet fans should be honest with themselves because they focused their eyes on Aaron Rodgers also. And they really wanted them. And they still do, a lot of them. Yeah, there's some who, who kind of wanted Derek Carr because of the age. And there's some who kind of wanted you know Derek Carr because he's not going to give them the nonsense that they expect from Aaron Rodgers. But, I mean, Gordon, if we're going to be fair, Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback between him and, Der- and Derek Carr. Yeah, Simple. no question. Even, it's not close. E- yeah, even for a down year, it wasn't like Derek Carr had a great season. And Derek no. Carr was working with big-time weapons. Yeah. He had, I mean, he had that was his the, crew. Yeah, that was, the, that was the question you had. If you were serious about going after Derek Carr, you had to answer, all right, why, was it, why is it going to be better here when he had better talent with the Raiders and it didn't work there? He got benched for yeah. the last two games of the, the, of the season. It's true. It's true. No doubt. No doubt. So that's where they are with the quarterback situation. And, of course, they've got other things they got to work on. they got to work on offensive line. they got to, you know, they got other things they have to do. They are a quarterback away from being better. They're not a quarterback away from being great. All right, they're a quarterback because they have some other things they have to do. And the offensive line, I don't care who's behind center, they got to do something with that offensive line again. Again. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's the other thing. But, I mean, I'm looking at – I mean, Gordon, I'm looking at <laughs> – it's just, it's not a pretty sight for, for quarterbacks. Could you, uh, you put yourself in the scenario if that's the guy uh, who's starting week one. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's the thing. It, it, the, the biggest downside of Garoppolo, like if you end up with Garoppolo, it's an improvement. He has had success. It's not, it's not the, the, the worst thing. But you're a heartbeat away from the worst. I mean, he's been hurt so often. Who's your backup? You could, yeah, you could get back into a situation. Like, are you bringing Mike White back? I think he, you'd have to. Okay, bring Mike White back. But he's also hurt a lot. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. It's a really, really tough situation for mm-hmm. the Jets. It really is. So, you know, it's it's for them, they have to hope they find a way to get uh Aaron Rodgers. And if not, they better hope that they can make let's play play let's make a deal with Baltimore that they could have uh, a situation where you've got Lamar Jackson here and, and that would make you feel, Gordon, just a little bit better. <laughs> it would. For the moment, the, yeah. For the moment, there's a lot riding on this for Joe Douglas. There's this no is, question about to it. To me, this is this is Joe Douglas. This is not Robert Sala. This is Joe right. Douglas reading the room and, and thinking he's got he's got information, and we shall see. The only the only way we'll know for sure is if Aaron Rodgers has the press conference out in Florham Park. That's right. Tobin Anderson, he is the FDU men's basketball coach. He joins us next on 987 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.